from Landgrant <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another um, wonderful hip episode of the uh, Beers with the Brewers program. My name's Walt. I am the designated hosts of this uh this endeavor and we're recording live at the land grant brewing tap room and uh yeah we're going to talk about a really special beer today and i'm joined by some uh, really special people <laughs> most, special is most true. of which are here every week and one of um is really starting to just make himself at home here as well i'm joined of course from the tap room by eric hafner hello and i am joined yet again by uh the, the worst retired person in America who keeps coming to work. <laughs> I did it. It's the Tom Brady of Land Grant. I did it. Ma- Mark did Richards it. is back in the building. I got my camouflage shades on. I apologize for being tardy. I was watching comedians in cars getting coffee. Okay. I like that Kate McKinnon. <laughs> She's funny. She's hilarious. She's funny. Weird, weird and beautiful, Barbie. too. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? I got no, I don't know. But, yeah. no strong opinion on right. Kate McKinnon of yeah. SNL fame. Um, nice lady. But yeah, so Mark's here, obviously. And um, as always, the captain of the ship, the head brewer here at Landgram Brewing Company, the man who makes all the beer happen, Dan Schaefer. Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. Is that what it's like to be retired? You just like wander in off it's the street. Like, <laughs> I you wander just, everywhere. Do you just walk around town and looking to be on other people's podcasts? Yeah, the or? wanderer. Hey, speaking of which, all things beer fans, we got a new episode, the Great Saison Taste Off, coming out this week. Oh, is that That's why you're exciting. here? For some, what a tease. <laughs> for some free I got something promo? to plug. Yeah, Cross promotion. Plug this and week. now he's out. Okay. There he goes. Well, welcome. Welcome back, be that Mark. Lucky. We're talking about a really um, fun and delicious beer today. It's, uh, it is a, it's as seasonal as the seasonal gets. We were talking about our Wet Hop IPA this year. We are calling it Sun Shower. It's delicious. Brewed with fresh hops from the state up north, yep. and uh, yeah, it's great. It's available now on tap, and by the time this podcast out comes out, the cans should be out um, in the tap room and in stores. And at sixty-four percent, we're all going to be dead by the end of this. Oh episode. wow, yeah. sixty-four point eight. Yeah, I wrote. That's, that's yeah. Gonna, yeah, it's going to set records in here down here at Grant. Might be a rounding error on our, on our notes, but we'll let Dan fill us in on that. Um, Dan, oh, wants yeah. to tell us all about this beer and why it's not 64% alcohol. Yeah, need to move that decimal point over one. Uh, mm-hmm. 6.4% um, <laughs> ABV. Uh, IBUs, yes, um, as is usually the case with uh, these fresh hop beers, wet hop beers. Uh, uh, very hard to determine uh, how much alpha you get from the, from the fresh hops. But we did um, uh, on the grist, uh, our house Pilsner malt, a little malt Europe, uh, Vienna, and some Franco-Belge special aromatic, which is the malt maker, as we all know. Uh, Hops did, um, Top Hops, our friends up in Michigan, um, did three to one fresh cashmere to Chinook, on the hot side, and then we did, I think, four to one um, cashmere to Chinook in the dry hop. So there you go. Um, 
not as much fresh hop as we have in the past. Uh, so what makes the fresh hops unique is one, it's, like it's a very vibrant hop character, but it also you get some sort of juicy, succulent uh, vegetal character mm-hmm. in, a, in a nice way. Uh, I, I've, in the past, um, compared it to like watermelon rind or aloe, that type of juiciness. Um, but yeah, there are Michigan cashmere is just like awesome. Um, not the West Coast, um, Pacific Northwest cashmere isn't awesome, but it's it's more tropical uh, up in uh, Satan's Mitten. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're buzzing a lot there. Buddy. Yeah, man. Hold, hold that thing still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one needs to get electrocuted today. Um, but yeah, it was uh, 200 pounds total. Uh, and it's, as, as I've described in the past, it's a bit of a, a pain in the ass because uh, we have to empty the mash tun of all the grain uh, and then clean it and throw the hops in there. And then we pump the, the wort after we boil it back over it. So it's a, an extra step. But, um, yeah, we always think it's wor- worth it. Uh, this is, as I've described it, is um, Brewer's Christmas if you didn't know when Christmas was going to happen and then someone was like, Hey, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas is tomorrow. <laughs> Get with it. And then, yeah. And then everybody sort of sets the wheels in motion. Yeah. Who drew the short straw and had to go pick up the, the hops at, at the drop of a hat? Uh, that was, uh, um, Patty and, uh, tall Eric. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the trade off was, I, I, I had to brew the beer, which was fine. <laughs> I'm uh, not. I'm not tall, Eric. I'm Michigan Hop Alliance again. Top hops. Top hops this time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not that short, but you're definitely not as tall as tall Eric. Tall Eric is like tall. So he's very tall. And everything's relative. As I have dubbed thee, uh, he is Eric the taller, and you are Eric the ginger. I think (laughs) that's fair. All right, all right. I'll take it. Descriptors. You know, I uh, I don't have the most distinct palate when it comes to identifying hops when I'm drinking most beers, but I always can tell when it is a cashmere hop because I something about that beer. I think it's when we did the. uh, what was the, the Sergeant Pepper themed called? The um, Lonely, Lonely Hops, Hops, Club. Lonely Hops Club. Club cashmere beer was one of my absolute favorites. So ever since then, I've been able to, I feel like, identify the cashmere hop because it's got a really distinct mm-hmm. sort of profile to it. And we, I, you just, this beer is just unbelievably good. That cashmere hop really pops. It's so, so good. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and I love that um, Lonely Hops Club cashmere. And this is just a billion times better than that even. So well, well done, sir. Thank yeah, you. That, yeah. that descriptor of watermelon rind. I think is really on point. I like. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I, I get that um, a lot. And it's really, it's like a really nice sort of refreshing flavor. I got the microphone really close to the glass. Can you hear the haze? It's not. It's not coming through. You can't Sorry. hear. It. No. But we too bad. See too it. bad. Bonnie didn't get that on, on video. I know. It's Beautifully uh, golden color. Yeah, and then he. We, we ran this as slow as we could through the centrifuge to try to clear it up, but you get so much, uh, so many polyphenols from the just the vegetal material that it's it's very hard to get a, a brilliantly clear beer. But then uh, all of those polyphenols also give a really nice mouthfeel to these beers um, that mm-hmm. does just a different feel to them uh, than your standard IPA. It tastes delicious. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Tons of aroma, um, really easy drinking. Um, yeah, it's great beer. Uh, you know, these, these fresh hop beers are, are great. And I believe 
we have a, a second one coming this year Ooh. in a few in a week or two. We do. I just uh, hit it with the second dry hop today. It's oh, cool. uh, all Idaho Seven from uh, Crosby Hops. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So that's gonna be a smaller batch. That's gonna be taproom only. Um, but yeah, if you if you if you like drinking hoppy beer, like now is the time now for it's you. Time. You know. Uh, you know. We, we always love it when our when our fresh hop beer comes mm-hmm. out. But also, I mean. It's a great time to go to the beer store because you know there's a, there's a lot of these yeah. delicious fresh hop beers on the shelf and you want to drink them as fresh as you can. And some other breweries too. Eric and I uh, met over at CBC and had mm-hmm. the Black IPA with fresh hops. Oh, interesting. That was Zappa, really good. They also have a cashmere uh, wet hop over. They at did CBC, as well. I, that, I, that I, was I, the, I uh, do. Devil's Kush. I do like their beers a lot, but I prefer yeah. I prefer this beer much over your uh, cashmere. Um, edition it's the appropriate thing to say. Well, it's, it's not only appropriate, but <laughs> no it is, bias it is on this true. podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very good. Why do they call so wet and fresh are sort of interchangeable when we're talking about mm-hmm. freshly harvested hops? Why? What is? Where does the wet descriptor like? Why is it called wet? Because it ain't dry, man. Hey. Well, <coughs> some people use them interchangeable. I think a, a wet hop is what we did is using the 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 cones fresh off the vine. We've also in the past, um, in a year where logistically that just did not work out, we did what we called a fresh hop beer, which was the, it, like we got the pellets the day after they were, mm-hmm. after those fresh hops were pelletized yeah. and used them. Um, we did that on fresh one year too. Like we got the cone hops and yeah. then a few then days later. He hit it with the fresh, fresh T90s. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So wet is even fresher than fresh. Whoa. Sure. Damn. Oh, mind blown. <laughs> I also mentioned we do not dry hop with the uh, the wet hops because that's, that's gross. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, so you, you really need to beer. hit these things with uh, on the hot side. Um, mm-hmm. There's stuff in there. <laughs> nature. What kinds of stuff? Extra nature. Well, I was doing the, um, the uh, Idaho 7... Uh, beer last week and uh, I opened up to, uh, I was, as I was pumping the work back on top of the hops I looked in the pilot uh, mash tun I'm like did I just see something move and I oh did boy. it was a, a tater bug hitched a ride oh yeah. um, from the west bad. coast that's not bad so I, I got him out of there and I set him free if you're going to say it was a rat or something like that I was going to barf well no I wouldn't no I rats mean. in the beer here Mark <laughs> and I do get the pine and the resin in this beer, but I don't get like a lot of um, bitterness. It's like mm-hmm. usually kind of a yeah, more of a sweeter IPA, like which is it's refreshing, honestly. It's yeah, it's got like that candied fruit. Yeah, real, you know. Uh, so no, if I use the word sweet, I think I put some, it's not cloyingly sweet, but I see you'd say it's surely yeah, not. It's like bitter. it's like a candy, like a hop candy. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not like yeah. It's not sweet in a yeah in a bad sense. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. We Never, do I know what you mean. Did not put any a bittering charge in this again. It's like calculated IBUs. I think um, with the wet hops, it's supposed to be like five percent alpha or okay. something like that. And it's calculated, it's like two hundred something IBUs. But obviously, it doesn't drink like that. Yeah, um, no. yeah but not to, also not to undersell the um, Cashmere's mate in this uh, Michigan Chinook is also super super good, mm, and mm-hmm. I think last year we did Michigan Chinook, and it, it has a typically you'll get a lot of pineapple out of that, whereas West Coast is mostly grapefruit and pine, and I think 
that was something we wanted to do on this beer is both of these hops present very differently um, with a different terroir than uh, their West Coast counterparts, and we want to do something really unique. So do they do they grow cashmere and chinook on the west coast, or is it like is it that different that getting it from Michigan versus uh, the west coast? They do, and yes, interesting. Um, yeah. Again, uh, the the Pacific Northwest cashmere is more lemon lime, whereas I think the Michigan is like juicy tangerine bits, and like it's I don't know, it, it's kind of a generic tropical. I couldn't pick like a single tropical fruit and say that's what that is but it just mm-hmm. has a very tropical vibe about it well how much of this tropical vibe could you take how crushable is it 6.8 or 64.8 it's 64 yeah you didn't have a sip of that but no 6.6.48 ABV mm, I go four on this I'm taking a page out of the uh, Captain of the Ship's book here, and uh, the Captain's Log, rather, and uh, I'm going to go six on this one. Wow. I just love really it so much. Full. It's so tasty. Yeah. For it's me, heavy. Yeah. For me as a hop person, this is, I mean, this is a six, no doubt. It is, it is wow. drinkable. It is aromatic. It is refreshing. It tastes amazing. It looks great. I'm going six. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dan. Yeah, I hate to put my thumb on the crushability index again uh, on the scale. I'm starting but, to think um, you don't hate it. That's <laughs> just... I love cashmere. I love these are usually like my favorite beer that we do every year. Um, and yeah, this year is no exception. So I'm a six. There my glass is. is empty. I might as well join you at six. You drank yours faster than anyone else. Yeah, I know. And you said put it well. I yeah. thought I was going to get full. I was really I looking forward to ringing that bell today, too. Yeah. Well, there you know, is. I'm not a haze lover, but it's good in this. Yeah, but this is like this is like hazy for all the right reasons. I feel like if you were to drink it with your eyes closed, you wouldn't know it's a hazy. Maybe. Yeah. yeah no. No oats or uh, whatever were uh, harmed in the making of this beer. Well, to stick on theme for the season, like what chili? Mmm, chili, yummy. Well, we we talked about like if we were sitting around a campfire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had to we had to pivot from that conversation last mm. week because that was started to be the descriptor, the 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 framework for all yeah. of our fall beers. So, we can you have beans in chili? You, I think it's a, like one of the primary in ingredients. Ohio. In Ohio, not Texas. In Texas, it'll kill you. No yeah, kidding. I didn't beans know. Yeah. Chili, Can't have yeah. beans in chili. I mean, I think that you can do whatever you want. Let's you do know. a Ray Ray smoked brisket <laughs> black a, bean chili. Oh, very specific. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Black bean brisket yeah. chili. That'd be good. That uh, be good. A long time ago when Gabby worked on the uh, Ray Ray's truck, who we all know and love, uh, now over at the Hungarian Butcher, um, he would I would very often get two pounds of unsliced brisket, like on a Friday to put in my chili over the weekend. Smart. Delicious. Just cube it up. I recently started adding black beans to my chili as opposed to just like kidney beans or yeah. just kidney beans. Or, um, yeah, black beans go very well in chili. I oh. usually only exclusively uh, use them for like, culinary delight. Yeah, black beans great in chili. I did a chili on Tuesday and I did yeah. three kinds of beans. What? Uh, so chi- uh, what? Black, pinto, black. and uh, kidney. Oh, wow. I'm a pinto fan myself. Yeah. It's good. Mm. It was good. That chili goes a good batch. We keep teasing it. We got to really yeah. do it. We'll make it. We'll make it. Yeah, out. I think that's like a that's like a late October. Yeah, I think yeah. That's what we need to what yeah. we need to aim for. We can get everyone involved. Just a big old land grant chili, chili cook off. Oh, I'll come yeah. down from that. I'll come out of retirement on that. Okay. One. Right. Would yeah. you? Yeah. Would, would, would that would get you down here that finally? Would do that okay. would do it. I haven't been down here much this week. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Only every day. What do we have to do to get you to go home? Uh, 
I don't know. Right now, though, uh, another retirement party. Feel free to trash my retirement all you want. I'm going to go get another beer. <laughs> all right, we'll have another retirement party for Mark here soon. Um, maybe we'll take this time. Yeah, it's a unanimous six crusher, no doubt about it. Delicious beer, available now, on tap, in cans. Selective, uh, selective grocery stores, right? Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's out there. I, I think that we did package this in cans, uh, but I think it was like a limited supply. Pretty small batch, yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. If you see it, buy it. Absolutely. Taproom's usually your best bet. Sunshower reminds me of that Post Malone song, Sunflower. <coughs> was, that what, was that the inspiration behind Absolutely it? not. I, you um, seem like a big Post Malone guy. Do I? Yeah. Is that the vibe <laughs> I give I think off? it's the face tattoos. Yeah. Um, I was recently made aware of Post Malone. Um in some sort of pop culture uh, thing. Wait, you didn't know who Post Malone was until recently? I, did, I thought it, you know, not, I mean, I'd, I'd heard the name. Okay. I thought it was like a Utah jazz tribute band or something, you know. Sure. Celebrating the, the era of the Utah jazz after Carl Malone retired, the Post Malone era. You really are like a 75-year-old man in a 35-year-old's body. Look. I'm, I ain't listening to Post Malone. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. I wouldn't have listened to Post Malone when I was 16, and I, I ain't listening to it now. I didn't expect you listen to him, but I mean, the awareness. Um, but no, he came up on some TV program I was watching, and I don't remember what it was. And Aaron said, that's a Post Malone song. And I said, okay. That's what we call you. Finger on the pulse, Walt. Yeah, you know. So wait, what, uh, what, was, the, uh, what was the thinking then behind the, the branding of uh, Sunshower? Uh, Super Dank Hajir was the one who came up with that name. Um, we were, you know, we, we just wanted to kind of, you know, refresh it from fresh. Yeah, we've been calling it fresh for a couple of years now. We just kind of wanted to redo that um, with something new. Um, we had a, I had another name for it that I don't even remember now. Um, oh, Downpour. Because, I, yeah, I was gonna, we were going to call it Downpour because, you know, the wetness of it all. And, uh, and it was deemed that that word was a little on the negative side, which I don't disagree with. And Hodge came up with the name Sunshower, and like the sort of just the artwork, you know, it was like this umbrella, this hoppy hop umbrella with a bunch of hops falling from the from the clouds. Um, and so that's where that came from. There's an MIA song called Sunshowers. She's like the original Post Malone. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but that, that. That's, that was music that used to be cool. Um, but yeah, she's got a song called Sunshower. It's a, it's a good song. I'm surprised he didn't come up with the name So Dank. It's like his well, we're saving that one for uh, for something. Yeah, I'm surprised we've never used that after all this time. It's so Dank. You know, we're saving that for a good one. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you Nothing can't waste these things. you got to so hold dank. on to them for the perfect deployment. It's true. It's true. Space them out. Um... Yeah, so that's where that, that one came from. So his, thanks to Hajir for that name. Nailed it. It turned out sharp. Um, yeah, anything else to hit on uh, Wet Hops, Sun Shower? I'm just a little disappointed Mark didn't bring more for the table. Even mm. quite I got a, a Belgian Pilsner now. I was going to say uh, that is a different looking beer. That you yeah, have I love the... Uh, well, one, you can see right through it. So you know it's, it's an honest beer. Ego Brew. I love it. I always think a hazy beer is like hiding something from me. Uh, Ego Brew is not a Belgian pilsner. The, the Wandering Monarch is oh, a Belgian pilsner. Oh, that's true. Pilsner. Yeah, that's like a Belgian, what, blonde uh, single? It's like a Belgian session ale. Belgian gold. Gold, I think Belgian golden ale, I think is what we called it. Um, Belgian pilsner. There you go. I was going to let it go. But. See? <laughs> 
Um, cool. All right. Uh, next week, maybe we'll talk about sweater vibes. We I, keep, we keep threatening to. Exactly. It's still not yeah. quite sweater weather. It keeps getting put off. That's right. It's not even sweater weather yet. Even though I yeah. am wearing a sweater. Um, say that five times fast. I couldn't even say it once. Sweather weather. We do. Blah, 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 blah. Sweather weather. We do have some things happening at the Tab Room. Um, Soctoberfest is this weekend. If you're listening to this um, on the date of release, that is October 7th. Mm-hmm. Saturday, it's going to be sweet. We've got seven lagers on tap. we got full-on beer steins available. Ooh. There's going to be a stein Big hoist. Big ones, com- full yeah. liters. The real deal. Make that clear. Full There's going to be a stein hoist competition. Yeah. Um, Ohio State playing Maryland at noon. It's going to be a monster we day. we got DJ George Oof. Brazil bridging oh. the gap between the Ohio State game Man. and the crew match at nice. 7.30 against Philadelphia, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's going to be the last game of the whole, uh, or sorry, the regular season for the crew there on the road. George Brazil, um, by the way, is like my favorite of our uh, rotating DJs. He's just incredible. Love oh, yeah. George Brazil. His, his, um, his sound is so good. Yeah, I, I've been a big fan of his 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 selections um, uh-huh. for a long time. Mm-hmm. He DJed at Seventh Sun for a long time. He DJs oh, over sure. at Commute every Thursday, I think. Um, DJed his year's wedding. Oh yeah. Um, he so. DJed at Summerfest over in Grandview, and he that Blake. You know who Blake is. I know people named Blake. You, you know who I'm we talking know, about. We know. Yeah, we know. You know who I'm talking about. He kept going over and just jacking the vol- volume up to rip speakers. Joe and I were over there talking to him. It's like, what happened to your brain? He, he just kept doing it. He thought it was so fun. I think he was a little inebriated. These things happen. He's know? always inebriated. People get a little excited. They want to turn the music uh, up. You know? Oh it's Blake. just it's how parties go sometimes. Anyway, George Brazil spin in. Crew at 7.30, all kinds of lager-focused fun. And uh, the Nordeca will be here. Final Third Foundation will be here. And our wonderful friends from American Outlaws, Columbus, are putting the whole thing on. And they are our featured um, nonprofit this month. Uh, so all month you can come on down and round up your tab. That money goes to American Outlaws, who is then going to donate it to the Final Third Foundation and the AO Impact Organization. Um, for their soccer and literacy program. So it's a good cause. Um, they've been great partners for us uh, through the years, and we're really excited for Soctoberfest on Saturday and uh, everything to come with American Outlaws. So be here. It's going to be sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, Bigger and season kind of winding down, but we still have trivia on Tuesdays and a movie. Ooh. with the, This week's movie is a movie I also have never seen. Man, well, it's, a, it's a horror film, as I understand. Horror. Based on the title, Johnny Depp's first on-screen appearance. What is it? We can't say what it's got it Freddy is. Mark. In it. You got to oh. give. We got to give a hint. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. There, <laughs> you There's guessed it. Wow. There's okay. your hint. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, the licensing company could contact Mark about that one. Yeah. Um, Just like Lou Holtz, I guess when you're retired, you're no longer held accountable for the things that you say. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't care. Um, <coughs> yeah, so that'll be showing. Uh, we're showing horror movies or, or sort of Halloween centric films all month long as we get ready for Halloween. Um, Mikey's here Thursday through Sunday or Thursday through Monday for your pizza fix. Ray Ray's here Thursday through Sunday. Flavor 91 here Wednesdays and Tortilla Street Food here on Tuesdays oh, for yeah. your taco Tuesday needs. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of it. Oh, we got one more thing. We got one more thing. Big what? news. Oh, breaking news. Here breaking news. October 16th, Euchre comes back. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, all right. We, yeah. Is that the official date? That's the official date. October okay. 16th. Uh, that word just in from Bushwickville and... Yeah. 
<laughs> Willie D. And uh, Post Malone. And, um, yeah, so Mark hosts our Euchre Night, and that is apparently returning on October 16th. I knew yeah. it was coming up, but I didn't know we had set the date. Time to dust those cards off. Yeah, so come down and play Euchre with us uh, in the tap room all winter long. We're going to do a uh, run up into the holidays, and then it'll return again in January. As always. As always. Mark, you seem like a spooky movie The original Euchre Night fan. A spooky fan? A spooky movie fan. Okay. Like, and under, so unrelated to what movie may or may not be showing on Tuesday night, do you mm. prefer the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise or the Friday the 13th franchise? Uh, I don't have a preference. You don't have a preference. They have too many numbers next to them now. I uh, like okay. th- the first ones are okay. Actually, which one's Freddy Krueger style? Freddy Krueger's Nightmare. Nightmare. He's the that one with first the, with the one, yeah. I just watched I like it recently. That. I like that one. I've never seen the Friday the 13th. It doesn't films, but hold do up like that well. It seems a little campy. I really like the third one for some reason. And, and that's the one with the hockey man, hockey mask guy? Yeah, that's, that's hockey Friday mask 13th, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Friday the 13th. Yeah. I've not seen it. I really like the movie Get Out. That's my favorite horror that's in, film. That is going to be maybe possibly in the lineup of this We watched it out in the beer garden. Walt and I were sitting in the front row. And I flipped out of my chair when she hit that deer or whatever. Had you not seen that movie until that point? Oh, my God. No, I didn't. It scared the, I mean, it didn't scare me, but it just jolted me because they were talking about something kind of tense about yeah, yeah. meeting the family and hit that deer. And yeah. I it's a, it's flipped a, right out of my chair. It's a, it's a thriller. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was thrilled. <laughs> Walt was thrilled with laughter. All right. Well, we'll see you down here for uh, movie night soon. Um, anyone have anything else they want to hit? it i think we got it all right. all right well thanks for listening um we hope to see you down here to enjoy a sun shower soon oh yeah and uh please tip your bartenders and uh, we will see you next week that's Goodbye. it yeah that's it cheers over and out make sure you catch that all things beer episode this month yeah listen to mark's other podcast too yeah. that'd be great cool Bye.